This is Agents Influence Podcast. I make a decision in 24 seconds. If I can't make a decision in 24 seconds, I revisit it in 24 minutes. If after 24 minutes I can't make a decision, I revisit it in 24 hours. If after 24 hours I can't make a decision, I've just made a decision, it's not important, next, and move on. And that will just change your life because where you are in your life, your business, your career, is a direct result of your decisions. Want more success? Make better decisions. And the more better decisions that you make, the faster you're gonna get to wherever that thing or that place that you want I'm Jason Cass and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, you loyal listeners, to another episode of Agents Influence Podcast, where normally I'm going to give you a real agent inside a real agency, giving you the real agency intelligence. But because this is Agents Influence Podcast, conversations with me, today I am bringing you Mr. Brad Burton, another one of these jewels that I found across the pond over there. And uh, you, you guys know Benjamin. Benjamin introduced me to Brad. You guys are familiar with Ruben Hasid out of France, who's the chat GPT expert. As you kind of noticed, as we crossed this 10-year mark, March 22nd was the 10-year mark. Today, it's March 16th, so I'm actually talking in the future because you're listening to this in the future, but I'm actually in the past talking about the future. How do you like that, loyal listeners? So anyways, um, this what I've tried to do is try to change up. It seems like there's a lot of interviews that are going on inside the United States. All these podcasts popping up, which I want. It helps create forward momentum and change in the greatest industry God ever created, which was the insurance industry. But at the same time, at the same time, we need some newness. We need, we, need to, we, need to, we need to strengthen the fabric of the American spirit and bring in other nationalities and other countries to help us become who we are, right? And so here we go, once again, delivering straight right to your eardrums. To you loyal listeners, Mr. Brad Burton. Brad, welcome to the podcast. Jason, 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 you know what's lovely about this? The special relationship endures between the UK and the US. Great yes, it does. It always will, brother. We came from there. You don't, we can't ever forget that. We can't ever forget that. So anyways, yes, Brad, so you've popped onto my radar in the last couple months. I follow Benjamin and all the stuff I just kind of sat out there. And then Benjamin's kind of talked about you a little bit. I've heard him say a couple things when we're on the phone and then boom, I see you're doing an event with him. And I said, Benjamin, is this the Brad guy that you're talking about? And he said, well, yeah, Jason, this is the Brad guy. And I said, okay, then let's get this guy on. So Brad, Tell the loyal listeners who you are, where you're from, what you do, and why you think you're here. Well, listen, there's one of two versions of me. You can have the guy whose dad left when he was six months old, who left school with no qualifications, who got shot at at 21, who's been addicted to drugs twice. You've got to work really hard to get addicted twice. Who's done four years on benefits, who delivered pizza at 31. Or you could have... Brad Burton, the UK's number one motivational business speaker, the four-time best-selling author and the founder of Four Networking, the UK's largest joined-up business network, uh, brackets, prior to the pandemic, close brackets. You know, two sides of the same coin, Jason, and there's a good version of Brad and there's a not-so-good version of me. And if I go back far enough to any of your listeners' uh, lives, 
I will find something questionable. And I think this, the difference is I'm stupid enough to share my past. Yeah. I love people that are stupid enough to share their past. And I, and I mean that. I mean that because, you know, it's so many people that won't, that they're the ones that get caught in the struggle. And it's us sharing the struggle is how we get them through, right? We can't forget that. So, Brad, what in the hell happened? You Tell us about that time that happened in between that first Brad and the Brad we're talking to now. What happened? What caused that? What was the catalyst? What a question. You've done this before. This isn't your first rodeo. So listen, I think what happened is I was 31 years old and I realized something is that somewhere along the way, the life that I wanted for my family was never going to happen until such a time when I made that happen. Mm. I remember working for an organization and I was thinking I could work 60 to 80 hour weeks here and mm-hmm. I still never be able to afford the life and find the life that I wanted. So I had to make it happen. And my children, they came along and it changed everything because for the first time in my life, it was no longer about me. It was about them. And I started a business off back in 2004. I walked out of a job. I told my employers to shove the job up the backside. And that was a wonderful <laughs> Wonderfully liberated experience it really was for those three hours whilst I drove home. My wife was delighted with that, with that decision. And I started my business off and I really had no idea what I was doing. Um, and none of us do. But what I had is something that once, you, once it's gone, you can never get back naivety. So I did the things in, in my, my marketing business, the likes of which a normal business person wouldn't do. And, and the same when I then moved into the networking business. I run a company called Four Networking at its height. We had, um, well, over 5,000 business networking meetings around the UK every single year. The pandemic came along, wiped out overnight, as you can appreciate. Um, but in that time, I'd be, be, become a kind of motivational speaker because what was happening is at my networking events, I would speak and people would say to me, oh, Brad, you're so motivational, you're so inspirational. And I'm thinking, me? You know, and eventually, like I say, it kind of just took light. And over in the UK, I am known as the UK's number one motivational business speaker. And people often ask me, Jason, how did I become the UK's number one motivational business speaker? I just made a website and said I'm the UK's number one motivational business speaker. And the first person you have to convince of your brilliance is you. You know, think about this. If I said to you, I am the greatest, I am the greatest, which boxer am I referring to? Uh, Muhammad Ali. The greatest of all time. Well, the reason that we refer to Muhammad Ali as the greatest 40 or 50 years on is because he referred to himself. He said it. That's that's right, Brad. So so you'll never outperform your self-image. So if you're in the insurance game and you're I'm only ever going to be a mid... No, stop. You have to convince yourself and even almost misguided unwavering, misguided self-belief because that's what I built my career on. You know, the guy that stands before you who walks into rooms for thousands of people, I've just come back from Las Vegas, we were talking off camera, you know, who goes to global conferences and walks into a room full of strangers and wins them over. What? Who would even sign up for such a job? Well, I did and I'm doing a beautiful thing with it but it just shows you that what's the difference between that first Brad and the second one? Mm-hmm. Mindset. Because this is your biggest chance of success. This is your biggest chance of failure. And I think I had my own personal Brexit going on in that I was 49% negative, 51% positive maybe 15 years ago. Now, I believe I'm 5% negative and over overarching, 95% positive. Wow. And how do you go about doing that? What would be something that you would say? I mean, everybody says, yeah, I want to be positive, but sometimes it's hard to see that. Does it start internal? No, no, no. Well, absolutely, 100%. Is that what you've got to ask yourself the question is when you start whining and whinging, ask yourself this question, why? Why am I whining? What am I whinging about? Does whining and whinging fix the problem? No. 
So what does fix the problem? And do that. And this mm -hmm. is what I do. So every single thing that comes my way, I am conscious of every single decision. You know, you will make 30,000 decisions a day, Jason. And if I asked you prior to telling you that number, how many do you believe you're conscious of? What figure would you have said? I would have probably said a thousand. Right. So what's happening to the other 29,000 decisions? You're just automatically going through the emotions. And what you've got to do, you've got to switch off the autopilot. And when it comes to anyone in your profession, Jason, you're considered an expert. And let me tell you why you're considered an expert. Because you made every single mistake possible in your field. Same goes for podcasting. There would have been times when you've done podcasts where the sound's off, you've not recorded it, you didn't say it, oh whatever. Oh, God, you're so right. You're so right, Brad. No, no, but, but, but people are scared of making mistakes. People are scared of making decisions and they're scared of making decisions in case of a mistake. Well, let me tell you something. An expert is someone that has made all the mistakes in a particular niche field. So in order for you to become an expert, you've got to make decisions. And on occasion, mm. those decisions are going to be the wrong ones. And mm. the only time you realize whether it's the wrong one or the right one is after the event. Because the mistake is only a mistake after the event. No one, including me, wakes up and says, you know what, I'm going to go up today. But occasionally I do. But here's the thing. People don't make decisions because they're scared of their own ones. But here's how I've kind of trained my brain. I make decisions. If it's the wrong one, it moves me one step towards being an expert. If it's the right one, it moves me one step towards success. And I'm going to share something with you now for your audience. This is, this is groundbreaking. What I'm about to share with you right now, if there was one thing that I could share with you, I, this is my dying breath, I'm going to share something that is going to change your life, it would be this. Okay. okay. So I work on the principle, I'm the easiest person in the world to sell to. Okay, so you got hold of us, our team, and said, hey, Brad, can you come on a podcast? I made a decision, and I made that decision in 24 seconds. That's how we operate. I make a decision in 24 seconds. If I can't make a decision in 24 seconds, I revisit it in 24 minutes. If after 24 minutes, I can't make a decision, I revisit it in 24 hours. If after 24 hours, I can't make a decision, I've just made a decision, it's not important, next, and move on. And that will just change your life because wow. where you end up in your life, where you end up in your business, your career is a direct result of your decisions. Want more success? Make better decisions. And the more uh, better decisions that you can make, the faster you're going to get to wherever that thing or that place that you want to head to is. Where did we come up with 24? <laughs> 24 hours a day, 24 minutes, 24 seconds. Gotcha. I, thought, I figured that was probably it. Yeah. yeah. So the whole thought is, is think about it a couple times, but in 24 hours, you need to make the decision or not. Gotcha. Yes, and because fundamentally what ends up happening is there is no correlation between time spent on a decision and it being the correct one. No, mm -hmm. right? Proven. There is no correlation. So there comes a point when you've got enough data and what you need to do is make enough of a decision. Brad, I was, I was reading this book called Fanatical Prospecting with Jeb Blunt, and this guy was talking about the fact, I can't remember the law that he was using, but there's a law that says that if you set an amount of time and then you put work in it, the work will fill the amount of time. Yeah. It's a law, right? So yeah. if we say it's, I'll give you four hours to make these calls or 30 minutes to make those calls, you, you're going to spend that time. Kind of along yeah. the same thing, right? Like mm. you're, you're, you're allowing yourself to say, this is how long I'm going to make a decision, make the decision and get the hell out, right? Get, you get, get the data that you need, get everything that you need in order to make a decision. You know, I'll say something before where we started about that old version of me. In the, somewhere along the way, the only way that you can become the person that you need to become is by letting go of the person who you once were. Mm. And so often in life, 
as individuals, people hold on to the past. And if I was to, to go and get a, a, a red hot coal and put it in your hand, you'd instantly let go of it. But what ends up happening is people hold on to stuff that makes them angry. I've been ripped off. They shouldn't have done that. They took my food. They took my business. They took This stuff's no good. Let go of it. So whatever's going on in your life, whatever's going on in your world, let go of it. And I'll tell you something, Jason. I just want you to think right now. I'm over in the UK and where I live, it's wonderfully rural. So there's a field that is beautiful, as beautiful as English as you could possibly get. Okay. I want you to think about a wonderful summer's day and there's an oak tree, single oak tree. And you're walking down a beautiful summer's day with a rucksack, a red rucksack full of rocks that you've been carrying all your life that when you was born there was no rocks in it but what's happened is people said Jason you're rubbish Jason you're a failure Jason this and every single time you put a rock in this and I just want you to sit under that that, that tree for a second take the red uh, rucksack off and just feel how that, that's good and then I want you to recognise something I want you to stand up me mentally and your audience to stand up and I want you to walk away 100 foot and I want you to make a decision in the next 24 seconds which is this, right. you either go back and put that backpack that you've been carrying all your life that has been painful, that has been difficult, and you carry it for the remainder of your life, or you choose to do what I did. I choose to let the red backpack go and walk. You've got 12 seconds to make that decision. Wow. I don't know. So I think I'm going to make that decision in 24 minutes. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. Right. But you wow. see... That's that's so powerful. That's you could feel it almost. Jason, here's the thing with this: we all carry around these heavy backpacks of stuff that we carry that is weighted, and we feel it's part of our identity. You know, I was a Salford Street kid, a, a street kid from from the you know inner city over over in Manchester. That's not who I am, and yet I had to let go of that. Mm. And yet, still as a motivational speaker, I lean into that. I still take elements of that, but mm. I've had to let go of it. And it's, it's only when you think about how, how, how heavy these things are, it's only when you realise them, but we don't because we've survived and it's always been that way. You've always carried the back. It's always been part of you. And until we let go of, of, of that, we can never succeed in our life. Brad, I'm telling you. Brad, this is awesome. You're making me um, reflective, self-reflective, which is what the point of your style of thinking and motivation is, mm. is... I moved to the house that I'm at right now. It's a city about uh, 70 miles away from where I was raised, right? And, and not born, but I was raised my whole life. And I moved when I was 35 or 36 to where I am now. I've been here for five to six years. I've been a business owner. Um, I, my life has been, I've been very blessed in my life. Beautiful. One of the reasons why I told my wife I wanted to leave was not only did we buy a new office in this city that I wanted to move to, but I told her, I said, Andrea, I said, I can't escape who I was in high school. When I was in high school, and loyal listeners, you may not know this, I had bleach blonde hair. I had double earrings. 
right? I was a kid that was, I've never been arrested. I'm nothing that like that wild and crazy, but I was the kid that if the daughter brought me home, they were like, oh, honey, why are you bringing him home, right? And it was that, and you know what? I, I, I Even as I got older and I got more successful and I owned more businesses and I did more things in the community and I'm and I did all this stuff, at the end of the day, when I'm talking to my buddies and my friends, it was always, they would always see me as this person. But yet out in the world where I'm a national speaker and a podcaster and I know people and I have great relationships, they don't see me that way. And it got to be this com- this personality conflict, Brad, that I was dealing with. And when I told my wife, I said, it's not just so much that we're moving to that city. It's I'm going to be able to be who I am, right? And not, and sometimes we don't realize, and this is important, not only are we all carrying that backpack, but we're watching other people carry that backpack and we keep helping them keep it on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that was the powerful thing for me. And I tell my friends that all the time around here, I'm like, this is actually who I am, not who that person was, right? Now, Jason, what's really interesting about this is there's another exercise that I do. And I'll whiz through it now for your audience because this will give you tremendous value. This is another one of those on my deathbed moments. If I could share this with any individual. What we end up doing sometimes in life is we try to go back to a time and a place that no longer exists. Right? You know, know, a job, a career, a relationship. It's gone. Now, I do something. What I do is I get your audience, and and they could do this, which would be really useful, would be to write down on a piece of paper 20 words that your best friend would describe about you. So in my case, it would be a gym goer, speaker, motivator, author, father, um, computer game player, all these things, dog owner, Mm -hmm. all these things, uh, husband, all these things, I'd write down 20 words. Then what I'd do is I'd do a tic-tac-toe grid. So you've got nine squares. Then I would look at transferring... Each of those, you can only take nine. So take one of the most important one and put it straight in the middle. So in my case, it would be father. And then Mm -hmm. I want you to fill the cornerstones in. So you transfer. And then you end up with nine words. Those nine words are the words that you have chosen about yourself as to who you are. If you'd have done it it 15 years ago, Jason, the words would have been different. You'd have been edgy. You'd have been whatever you'd have been. But they certainly wouldn't be the words. Because here's what happens in life is as we grow up, we forget that we're growing up and we, we stop. It's just an autopilot. And what ends up happening is those minutes become hours, those hours become weeks, those weeks become uh, months, those months become years, those years become a life. And we just go through the life and the emotions. And what I've done is I recognize something is this you can't rewind. When you try to rewind and go back to a time and a place that no longer exists, it causes you to be depressed. You mm-hmm. can't fast forward. Go into the future. What happens if there's a war? What happens if that? Anxiety. You know, people don't have a crystal ball. I do. I carry a crystal ball, right? Because the future, if you're going to think about the future, think about it positively. Do not think about it. If you're going to imagine a future, don't imagine a negative one. Imagine a positive one. So you can't rewind. It causes you to be depressed. You can't fast forward. It causes you to be full of anxiety. All you can do is press play on today. And that is what we need to do. And once you've got your grid, your tic-tac-toe with nine words on there, I then want you to look at those words and ask yourself this question. How can I be a better? How can I improve? How can I be a better dad? How can I be a better business owner? How can I... And start looking at this. It's the most introspective thing that you can do that will change everything because you've not caught up with the reality of it. And you're using old programming, an old operating system in this new world that you live. You know what? It's not that freaking difficult if you really think about like you just said it's not it's not it's not easy it's not it's not easy to change but i'm saying it's not difficult to recognize just like you just said we're using an old 
old form brain of who we used to be trying to manage the Jason of 44 in the year 2023. And that shit just don't work. Well, I listen, love that. Well, listen, and I think the other thing about this as well is that technology has changed. You know, so so look, here's the thing. You go back 20 years, I'd have been dealing, working in a, in, in, a, in a financial world, emotional world, a relationship world, a physical world. You know, some people might be spiritual, right? But so you've got all these factors. Now... We've got another ladle thrown on there called a digital world. So now we're even balancing. So you're doing five worlds that you're trying to keep together. Now you've got six. It never ends. And at some right. point, someone's got to give. And I'll tell you something. This is the bit that I recognize. I've started my business 19 years ago. I started it from nothing. I delivered pizzas to keep my business afloat. So I started from nothing. I created it into a multi-million dollar business. Okay. The pandemic ruined it overnight. So literally uh, three years ago, pretty much today, it went to Boris Johnson, our prime minister, said, please stay at home. When you run 500 real life business networking organization meetings every single month, guess what? Your business is gone. I don't care the fact that it's 14 years, went overnight. So I had to adapt. I had to adapt. I had to, if my identity was wrapped up in being that guy, I would be in trouble now. Ah. But I had to let go. I had to let go of that. And it's a bit like being a mountaineer, getting to the top of Everest. When you put a flag in there, you don't then sit there for the remainder of your days. You come back down. And in life and in business, you're going to have ups, you're going to have downs. It is all part of it. And I thought that when I started my business off 19 years ago, I was juggling. Juggling finances, emotions, the wife, time, and children, whatever, right? Guess what? 19 years on... I'm still juggling. We're jugglers. We're not entrepreneurs. We're jugglers. We're juggling all day long. Nothing changes. So once you recognize that, it's great because what happens is 19 years on, you're still juggling going, I thought I was supposed to be uh, sipping pina coladas now over in, in Maldives. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so true. I think that to myself, I'm, when, when does this stop, right? And I'm not saying I needed to. I'm just thinking, I thought after a while, these balls like start juggling themselves. You know what I mean? And it's like, no. But when you come to the realization that, no, you're a, you're a juggler. You're a juggler, you know, as long as you want. And, you know, I want to bring this into the loyal listeners here. When you're thinking about your own agency, how many of us have started as the only sole owner, right? And then we have to move up and we have to build this team, but we never let our team do the job they need because you never let go. Just like in life, we're using that same brain as to say, here's who I used to be, but now I am this person, right? And so I see that as a microcosm right inside of your business and loyal listeners, that should be hitting you right behind the, the eyes because that prevents you from delegating and growing other people, right? Yeah, 100%, Jason, 100%. You know, it's funny when I start looking at these, mate, is that I think to myself, I think, you know, I'm still the same guy, guy that I was. I'm still the same guy. The world's changed, but this is what I see in a lot of business owners. They end up with success. They're ill in pursuit of success. They get money and they, they're not happy still. They go... Yeah, but I've got the car, I've got the house. Ah, I need to get a six-bedroom house now. You get a six-bedroom, seven-bedroom. It never ends. And I'm telling you something. One of the things that I've realized, I'm 50 years old right now. My dad went at 53, right? That's life, right? He went at 53. You know, I've got, on that basis, on that timeline, I've got three years left on this planet. So really, and this is the thing, what ends up happening in life, I've got a five-bedroom home, right? And I lived in like uh, the tenants, effectively, back in the day. I've got a five-bedroom home in a village. No one's getting shot. It's brilliant, right? Um, and so I live in a five-bedroom house. And I wanted to get a 10-bedroom mansion. Now, I could have got a 10-bedroom mansion. There's a time when I could have got a 10-bedroom mansion. In my five-bedroom house right now, I have one room that I don't go in. If I really lived the dream and got my 10-bedroom mansion, guess what? I'd have six rooms that I don't go in. When does it end? You know, and, and then this is the question that I'd say to anyone, enough is enough. 
Understand what you need to do, which is when you started off your, 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 your business, the reason you did it was to make a load of money. Because when you get a load of money, everything's happy. If you made a load of money and you're not happy, maybe, just maybe, you need to do something different. It's not where, and, and this is what I've realized now, I'm making less money than I was during the, when the pandemic hits us, right? Fact, I'm making less money. But the truth, I'm happier than I've ever been. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I don't have a Lamborghini and I'm not doing donuts around and, and, and wiping my backside with 50 pound notes, but I'm happy and it's like, oh my gosh. Because the, the, what we was told was where happy was and content. And I'll tell you what I think success is. Success. Success, I believe, is being happy and content with where you are. And that when, you, when you get there, because what I see, remember what I said before, is people are trying to go back to a time and a place. I'm working with business owners right now, uh, high-level C-suites, and they are, I call them chicken chasers. They're like, what are you talking about? You're all, as a board, chasing after the chicken with a tag on it saying normal. You're trying to get back to normal and then you're running, you're burning yourself out, you're burning yourself out. And the problem is nobody knows anymore. So here's what I'm doing and I'm advising people to, to do. Stop moving because where you're heading to, that's moving as well. So until it, all these parts stop moving, just do yourself a favor and slow down because you're using three times more energy than you was before the pandemic to get to a place that may not be there even when you arrive there. Oh, Everything shit. has changed, all bets are off. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Good stuff. You got my brain thinking. Loyal listeners, I can only imagine as you listen to this, uh, this is the whole reason why I wanted to bring you in, Brad. Uh, we don't get speaker, we don't get uh, guests like this that talk this way. And um, and it's great because like you said, as the, especially as the story you gave at the beginning of, about who you used to be, who you are now. And yeah. uh, and th th those are great. Um, do you, you think, know, Jason, I think what's, what's lovely about this is I have made more money than this. So somebody went on social media the other day and said, Brad Burton has self-limiting beliefs. Okay? So just to be clear, this is a guy with no qualifications who's been addicted to drugs twice, who's lived on benefits for four years. You know, I've written four books, right? I've created a national business which changed the networking space forever. I, I'm a global keynote speaker. Da -da 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 -da. Honestly, how much is enough? And this is the thing, you know, if it's self-limiting beliefs, then Elon Musk has got them as well because he's only going to Mars. Why did he go to Venus or Saturn? When does it end? Right? People need to just... Listen, there's a reason that racehorses wear blinkers. They don't care about the competition. Run your own race. Compare you to you. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm comparing me back then to me now. Phew. I'm a different guy. I'm comfortable. If all I ever achieved, if you've ever played blackjack, just come back from Vegas, if you've ever played blackjack, the idea is you get a, a, a king card or a face and you get an ace. That's blackjack. Right now, uh, audience, loyal listeners, audience, I would love you to just answer yourself this question. You're playing blackjack. Watch your hand. Because I see too many people on a 19, they keep twisting. They keep twisting and they bust themselves. Right now, I'm on a 19 and I'm good. You're good. I'm good with You're going to stay. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I know. I'm happy I with 19. You. I'm happy with 19. From a guy that came from 13, I'm happy with 19. Staying at 19 for the remainder of my life, I don't, okay, I might not be eating the finest oysters every day, but I'll tell you something about that, is there comes a point when actually enough is enough. You know, when I go to vacation, I always vacation in America. Love it. But I'm just like, I'm 14 years in now, vacation to America, whether it's Florida or whether it's California. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going this year, and we, when I go, I stay at the uh, Disney properties, and I, I never stay at the top hotel. I could afford it, but I never stay at the top hotel. Why? Because it isn't me. 
I'd have to wear myself a Hugo Boss or a polo pink shirt and wear, that's not who I am. But so many people believe True. that, that that's where you need to be to be a success. No, no, no. Where you need to be to be a success is you. If you're happy with you, that's all that matters. So yes, people may be having salubrious uh, venues and better steaks and the finest oysters and wine, but for a working class lad who's lived in council estates uh, and tenants in, in, in the UK, to be going to the third best hotel in, in Disney properties, that's a mad achievement. And this is what we need to do. We need to stop. You know, let me ask you a, a, a question, Jason. I want us to be really honest here, like yeah. 100% honest, okay? We're amongst yeah. friends, just me and you. Is your business, per well, let me ask you this. If you are, and I'm going to say this to me, if, your, hand, if your, your business is perfect, put your hand up. If your life is perfect, put your hand up. Okay. If you go on Instagram right now, lower listeners, all you'll find is perfect lives and perfect businesses, and that shit will drive you crazy. Mm. So seriously, people, stop it. Stop comparing your life to other people. Compare you to you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Brad, I'm going to close right up there because I just think this is fantastic. It was... Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I'm going to tell you this right now. I mean, I know for a fact loyal listeners are going to go back and listen to this again. This will not be our last time getting to know each other, Brad. I think this that is the beginning of a beautiful relationship. I've got a lot of people in contacts in America. I think they could use that kind of mindset from you. Wrapping up, where can people find you? How do they, how do they find out about you? Obviously, it's easy today, but tell them. Thank you. Listen, listen, go to workwithbrad.biz. Workwithbrad.biz. I'm on LinkedIn, all over that, all over the socials, Brad Burton. But workwithbrad.biz, I'd love to hear from you. And I think you and uh, Benjamin are doing a show together, or you did a show. You know, we've done, we've done several shows together. Let me tell you about Benjamin. Benjamin is exceptional. And I knew Benjamin before he was the UK's most hated sales trainer. And I was the one, I was the one that said to him, Benjamin, you are so, so special. I was the one. He is. He is special. He is special. Benjamin is is very special. Yeah, yeah. I love that guy. Just total genuine. And, you know, he answered my LinkedIn messages when no one else does, you know, and, and that just means a lot. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to get him and his family over here to America. He was going to try to make it uh, this year in, uh, well, here in two weeks, he was going to come down um, here into, um, into uh, my God, where, where the heck am I? Uh, uh, to New Orleans. Yeah. And then he called me and he says, Jason, I am so darn busy. There is no way in the world I could do that because okay. I think his business is blown up. But he sees it's a mindset change for him, you know? 100%. 100%. Brad, thank you very much for your time. I greatly appreciate thank it. You, Jason. All the best, friend. And loyal listeners. Loyal listeners. That's right. Loyal listeners. I brought you another person from across the pond. I brought somebody that you don't hear very much. And I brought somebody I hope that inspired you, made you think a little bit, right? One of the things that I was told one time is, is they said, Jason, when you go, I was about 23 or 24. And I always like going to motivational speakers. I don't know who does. And I guess uh, one guy said to me about a motivational speaker. He said, it's amazing that we'll hear the same speaker. And one will walk out the door and say, my life will never be the same. And another one goes, that was stupid, right? Right? Two people heard the same damn thing. What was amazing, though, is the guy, as he explained that, he said, here's the difference. The reason why people don't like motivational speakers is because they never change their image. We have an image in our head of who we are and who we think we're supposed to be. Kind of going back to what Brad said. And when, when you listen, loyal listeners, to Brad, he can start to change that image in your head. You start to see yourself being better without the backpack on and stress, less stress and happier and knowing who you are. And that's why you walk out and you're like, let's do something. But two to three days later, you let you, what you're doing is, according to what Brad, you're walking back to that bag. 
and you're slowly putting that bag in on over two or three days and before you know it you're back to the same image you had before and you're thinking ah oh, that shit never works the people who make this stuff work the one to two percent that leave his shows the leave his talks and actually make something happen they don't pick up the bag because they stay focused on the fact that i've got to keep that image the same i'll end with this this guy told me this and it always blew my mind he said, Jason, the definition of the space that lies in between where you are now and where Brad has brought your image to is called motivation. Mm -hmm. And if you change the image you have in your head, your brain can't do anything but go to that image. And that's the motivation. So when you sit around and say, how can I get motivated? Change the image in your head and your brain will automatically motivate to go that way. You can't stop it. Loyal listeners, I do what I do because I do it for you. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Jason Cass and Mr. Brad Burton, and we are out. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.